I'm sure you've heard of the term self-made. It's thrown around in almost any field or industry, right? Because you get a self-made entrepreneur, a self-made businessman or millionaire, a self-made mom or parent, a self-made athlete, a self-made educator or public speaker. I want to challenge that term or the use of it today. We're exploring the question of how to identify and appreciate people that help you succeed, especially because they can go so easily unnoticed. Now, the people that help you succeed in life are people that exist, I believe, in three different stages, perhaps, of your life, right? Back in your childhood, currently where you are in life, and also in the future. This, these are people that you're still to meet, the people that you are currently preparing yourself for or getting prepared for. And we really need to think about these people so that when we meet them, we appreciate them for who they are and what they do. And there comes a time when a person who helped you at some point in your life can no longer help you because you've outgrown their knowledge. You've outgrown their relevance, right? Just because, for example, um, I was able to help you yesterday doesn't mean that I'll still be able to help you today. But at the same time, it raises the question of how do you then treat me? Do you treat me as someone who is no longer relevant in your life? and that you don't need to consider and thank whenever you give speeches. Um, this is something that's greatly important for us to think about deeply. It is very important for us to consider because one of the things that we learn in the Bible is that being thankful, approaching the throne of God with thanksgiving is a very important thing. It doesn't only apply in your relationship with God, I believe. It is also important for you to learn to appreciate and be thankful and be grateful to God for the people that are around you and the people that help you. And of course, at some points, learn to, to express it to them. So let's cast your mind back to when you were young when you were still growing up, when you were learning who you are, uh, when you were growing up in your townhood. Imagine and remember the people that surrounded you. Which one of them dared to say to you that you're going to be great at this one day? They might have not been accurate in what you were going to pursue, but they looked at you and saw greatness and thought that whatever it was you were doing at the time was where your greatness would shine, right? I want you to think about that person and think about where they are today and think about whether you've ever even thought about them enough to say thank you for being that person in my life um, to see the fact that I have potential. Do you, whenever you tell your success story, do you even mention them? Right? I, I can cast my mind back to high school when I was still in high school, even as far back in primary. I can honestly say back in primary, my aunt was my biggest fan. Right? I, I have an aunt who Back when I was young, she would literally brag about everything I did, the fact that I can speak English. Uh, every time I pronounced a word correctly, she would get excited and tell her friends. And it built a confidence in me that I otherwise don't even really know I would have had if it wasn't for her. And today, we don't even live, we live relatively not that far away from each other. But the point is, she's living her own life and I'm living mine. And she's not someone I would say I've gone back to and said, thank you for this, you know, for this moment in my life. But at the same time, I can 
say that I have spoken about her so often. I've told people about this aunt that I have who believed in me at a time when no one even thought of me as someone who could be great someday. Um, and it really helped me work on uh, my confidence um, and even go further into working on my ability to articulate myself, my ability to speak and connect with people. Um, and here I am today. Um, and then this is usually a part of our lives that we don't think has any impact on the people that we've become today. Um, so if you are in like your primary or high school years, learn to identify those people, even if you are in your varsity years, because it's especially difficult to believe in yourself when you're in varsity and your life has shifted so much and you're now having to learn to be responsible for yourself. Learn to identify those people that are pouring fuel on the flame that burns inside of you and learn to be appreciative of the effort they make to say, wow, you're good at this. Especially those who say it more than once, you know, those who say it frequently. Now, the more you grow and the more you approach your adulthood, those people will shift and they will change. Some of them will no longer even be in your life. I remember back in varsity, there was this um, guy in my, in my class who really loved coming to my poetry shows. He would attend almost every, in fact, there were two of them. They would really support me whenever I even went to a simple poetry session. Um, and they would tell me, wow, dude, you were good. You did great. And it really inspired a confidence in me. I mean, to think that someone would actually take time out of their, their day to come and see me perform because they believed in my craft. Now, this might not be, I mean, in your life, it might not be as dramatic as my situation sounds, right? But I really want to emphasize the importance of appreciating such people, even though they might have not possibly impacted what you're doing right now or what you feel you want to be great at right now directly. But in to some degree, they impacted your greatness indirectly. And that's a beautiful thought, right? The fact that someone at some point in your life actually looked at you and thought to themselves, this person could be great at this someday. And think about how much confidence did that inspire from inside of you? Um, how much confidence did it build in you? And do you still hold that confidence? Here's why it's important to think back, because right now at this point, we're, we're talking about thinking back at the people who've inspired you in the past. You see, the thing about us as human beings, when we don't learn to appreciate, what ends up happening is that we, we think of ourselves as being un. Um, 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 unfortunate. We become depressed. We think of all the negative things in our lives, um, especially when those people who are usually encouraging us are no longer part of our lives. And if you can sit down and cast your mind back, you learn to inspire yourself through the, through the mouths of those people who are no longer around you because someone at some point in time believed in you. And you might think that this is a far-fetched concept that you know I took from somewhere in the clouds, but remembering is such an important thing. Even when you go back into scripture and think about when God encouraged um, the, the Israelites to build altars so that they would remember what he did for them in the past. Because when you remember things that happened in the past, it gives you confidence that it will happen again presently or sometime in the future. So it is important for us to 
remember. It's important for us to appreciate and, and, and reminisce on those people that took time out of their days to sit us down and tell us that you're good at this. Now, coming back to uh, closer to where you are right now, right? When I'm talking about where you are right now, I want you to remember that I'm not really talking about this exact moment of you listening to this, right? I am talking about the radius of your life relative to where you are right now. Now, what do I mean by that? Let's say, for example, you're listening to this and you're 15 years old. What I'm referring to when I'm saying the, 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 the radius, you need to think within a certain radius. I mean that if you're 15, then you need to think up to, let's say, three to five years back. Who was inspiring you then? That's those are the people that are inspiring you currently in your life. The people that have had impact not so long ago, right? You can remember the moment, the day. You can remember uh, where you were when they said the words. I mean, you you somehow to some degree still have contact with those people, and that's a very important thing. So that means if you're the age of uh, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, or twenty, then you need to think uh, three to five years back, or even for some who are even older, you would have to think up to, uh, you know, 10 years back um, um, because those people impacted your, your adult life greatly. And then for some of you, there are people who impacted your current teenage life greatly in a very impactful manner. And those are people that we need to know and remember that at some point they saw something in us because it's so difficult for you to always be your own cheerleader. That's something that is exhausting, uh, especially because when in your moments of greatness, you're unable to observe and, 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 and actually get the highlights of everything you did. And this might come across to you as self-praise, depending on your context and where you come from. It might come across as cocky and as self-praise and um, everything of the sorts. But remember that I'm not speaking about this from the perspective of boasting about yourself or using other people to boast about you. I'm talking about this from the perspective of allowing your brethren to encourage you. Allowing others to be a mirror of your of the things that God has blessed you with. You know, sometimes it's the it's it's others. For those of you who have found your gifts and talents, it is not you are not the loudest voice that told you that you're actually good at this. You should try pers- pursuing it with discipline or pursuing it professionally. Right. You were not the loudest voice. It was other people who told you that, hey, you're good at this. And I think you can pursue it further. And I think you can make something God can use it to inspire people and get them out of places of darkness. And that's what I'm talking about. Allowing your brethren to encourage you to live out the talent or the gift or or, or the inclination or disposition that God planted in you. Uh, Because one thing I know I'm good at and I enjoy doing and I always mention on the show, right, is the fact that I am a person who loves exalting other people. I love reminding people that they can be better than when they, where they are right now, that they have a greatness in them, that they have the ability to get themselves out of whatever rut they might find themselves in, regardless of the circumstances that are external to themselves, right? Um, and, and, and these are things that really need to go dig in deep within you as an individual. Um, very, very, very important. Now, thinking of the people that will be inspiring you in future, 
I, I, I truly, truly do believe that these are people that you need to prepare yourself for because you cannot thank them today because you don't know who will be there tomorrow. Um, you don't know that the same people that are encouraging you and inspiring you today will be the same people that are inspiring you tomorrow, which is actually a very interesting thing because we're discussing or answering the question of people who help you succeed, how to identify and appreciate them, right? How to identify and appreciate them. I think when you make the habit of looking at those who inspired you in retrospect, in the past, or in the past three to five years, or even in your childhood, who were the people that, um, you know, told you that you can be good? Who were the people that gave you the grace to fail? The people that when you failed didn't laugh at you or immediately say, I, I, I don't think you're as great as I thought you were. When you make the habit of appreciating those people, then it'll be much easier for you to identify and appreciate those who will be encouraging and inspiring you in the future. This is very, very important to consider because we are habitual creatures as human beings. When things are not rooted in our routine and, and it has not become habitual for you to say, thank you for that, it really encouraged me. When you don't have that as a habit, then you will miss those who are constantly rooting for you, constantly cheering you on, constantly saying, you can do it, you're good at this, I'm really in awe of how talented you are, right? You will miss them in the future. And another thing, remember that if you constantly remain in the same place, if you don't become better at whatever it is you're doing, when you reach the future, you might actually have the same people saying the same thing to you and not realize that there are people who should be saying greater, greater and more awesome things. You should be meeting people in places and spaces that you never thought you'd exist in. You should perhaps, I, I mentioned this as an example, perhaps you should be on boat cruises meeting people saying, wow, you're very good at this. Perhaps you should be meeting people overseas. You should be meeting people in other countries that are saying, wow, you're, you're really good at this. You inspire and encourage me when you do this. Because this is not about self-boast. It's about taking the time to appreciate those who encourage you. And, and that, that, I believe, is worth making an effort to appreciate. It's worth making an effort to think about. It's worth making an effort to sit down and saying to yourself, wow, you know, I really appreciate these people in my childhood who were there to, to just not make me feel dumb for trying this. And then think about the people in the past three to five years and think about how they impacted your life and believed in you. And some may have even made an effort to move you from point A to point B. It might not have worked out, but they believed in you. They believed in the fact that you can do it. And that deserves an appreciation award, right? Um, if, if you can, and if the context allows, uh, in terms of the relationship, go ahead and buy them something that says, thank you for being such an encouraging person. I do appreciate it and I want you to know, or I did appreciate you being an encouraging person at this point in my life. And I just wanted to say thank you. Consider doing that. Uh, because I really think it would go a long way. Um, and it would also teach and remind you of how, 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 just how much it means to others to be appreciated for saying you're good at things. 
and without you using them as your fanboys, you know, to boost, to boost your ego. Uh, because we all need a little encouragement. In fact, we need a lot of encouragement. The rest of the world is, is, is also, it feels like the world is not geared towards telling you that you're great and you're good at something. If you work a, a job in an office and you're a talented painter or a, a ballet dancer, you know, no one at your office will know that about you. And that's where you spend most of your time. No one there will take the time to be like, oh, wow, I really think you're good at this or give you a round of applause when during your rehearsal sessions when no one is around. It's the people that exist when you leave the office. And at times it might even be people who aren't even your friends, people who are strangers who are meeting you for the first time, who, are, who look at you and say to you, wow, you're really good at this. You know, well done on that move. Well done on falling and picking yourself up. Consider those people. And of course, if you haven't caught the previous episode of this discussion, please make sure you do because we are talking about the people who encourage you to succeed. But before you're going to get into that concept, you first have to define what is success. And we've already done that, right? We've already done that. Now, with that said, thank you so much for um, just tuning in and listening to this, right? Um, and I hope, I hope that this has made a dent in your heart. Our discussion topic for this evening is how to identify and appreciate people that help you succeed, right? How to identify, I think, is the most important thing because we can surround ourselves with people, but these specific people do not help you identify uh, or help you succeed, rather, right? So, first of all, we need to tell, we need to challenge ourselves with are we surrounded by people that will help us be successful? Now, one thing that unfortunately is starting to, to take place in South Africa uh, and in the world, I believe, as a whole with the, the young generation is the fact that we think success should come overnight or the fact that it should be easy. And the moment that things get tough, uh, we then climb out. We do not want to be part of it. We no longer uh, do anything that will help us, assist us, and we just think it's not worth it. Right? So that, is, that, I think, is a bit of a part of the problem that we are currently facing. Now, uh, I want to quote Richard Branson. I don't know if you know Richard Branson. He used to be at one stage one of the richest guys in the world, uh, owns Virgin, uh, which is Virgin Airlines, Virgin Cola, Virgin Records, all, the like, all those things, right? And um, he made the statements, I can't exactly remember the, the time gap, but he, I think it was something like, it took me 23 years to become an overnight success, right? And that is what I want you to, to remember and be encouraged by. How do you identify someone that will help you be successful? I firstly want to tell you that if, how do you identify someone? First of all, surround yourself with people that are successful or have succeeded in whatever you are trying to succeed. I'm going to use myself as an example here. I moved from Gauteng to the Western Cape to plant a church. Therefore, if I surround myself with people that succeeded or that wants me to succeed, I need to find people that have successfully planted churches. Not necessarily in the Western Cape, not necessarily in the town that I'm currently living in, but I need to find a pastor or a leader of a local congregation that planted of Oregon, of Oven Congregation rather, that planted a church recently. Why? Because 
there's no thing as wasted money when it comes to experience. And I can talk to these guys and they will help you be successful. Right. They can show you the pitfalls. They can, uh, you can have the opportunity to learn from these people's mistakes. Right. So that's my per- personal example. Now I need to tell you that if you want to be in business, surround yourself with someone that is actually successful in business. It does not even need to be the same type of business that you are in, but it needs to be someone that is successful in business that's the only way that you will be able to succeed because you can learn from these people now that's the one thing that you or the first thing that i would like to point out how you identify someone the second thing that i would like to identify uh, or point out with regards to identification of someone that will help you succeed is the fact that you do need someone that will challenge you. If they don't challenge you, they will not want to see you grow. That is basically fundamentally how it works. Why does gymming works? Why does training works? Because what it does is you are challenging the muscle and then the rest period is actually when the muscle is growing and then enables you to train further, gym harder, whatever the case might be, right? You need to be challenged in order for you to be successful. Now I want to show you something that I've actually recently discovered, and I haven't done a lot of research in it, and I need to be honest, but it was something that was mentioned to me in passing, and I just realized that there must be truth to it. Have a look at the difficult countries with regards to Europe and the northern part of Europe, and then I'm talking about the countries like uh, Switzerland and Finland and those countries, right? Have you ever noticed how difficult life is there with regards to the climate? You've got three months of summer or three weeks of summer, I can't even remember, but you've got three months in which the sun don't set, and then you've got three months in which there's absolutely no sun. Uh, It's night for three months straight, right? And then certain parts of it, you've got like an hour or two of sun, and then the rest is night, and it's all these difficult things. But have a look at what uh, these people taught themselves within that difficult lifestyle, within that difficult climate. Those are the countries that have founded a lot of the technological advancements that we are currently living with or lived with in the recent past. That means that through challenges, through something that is challenging, that is when we learn to adapt and we learn new skills and we further our own development. Identifying someone that will help you be successful means that this specific person will challenge you. Right. But I need to put a a sort of checklist on you saying that these people cannot be either or. Right. They need to be both. And and what I mean by that is they can't challenge you, but not have the experience that you need. So, for instance, let's have an example. A lot of people, again, I'm using myself as a personal uh, example. A lot of people would come to me with regards to planting of a church and say, oh, you should do this, that, and the other thing, and your church will be successful. However, that to me might sound challenging. Whatever their advice might be, might sound challenging. But the fact that they themselves have not planted the church means that they do not have the experience or the knowledge that I need in order for me to be successful. So even though it's challenging, it actually is not the type of resource or the type of information that I need. 
Now, that means they are either challenging me, that's what I mean by, mean by either or, they are either challenging me or they are uh, having the success that I need to have or need to have shown to me, right? So then you can surround yourself with people that are successful in business, for instance, but they want nothing to do with you. Neither do they want to share your experiences with you. That means they are not challenging you. So they are successful and you probably can learn from them, but they aren't challenging you the way that you need to be challenged and they aren't talking to you the way that you need to be talked in order for you to be successful. So the person that you need to identify, first of all, need to be successful in the line of work that you want to be successful in or the type of business that you want to be successful in. Then if they pass that, you need to be enabled to converse with them, have a conversation with them, dialogue with them, right in order for them to challenge you on certain things challenge you on certain viewpoint challenge you on certain aspects of your business that you might not have considered and then if these people really are what you think they are i firmly believe this and if they do it for the love of business and the love of others they do not necessarily need appreciation there i've said it i know it sounds strange but I do really believe that if I'm able to assist someone with planting a church with regards to the experience that I've had, I do not need them to show appreciation. The best appreciation that they would show me is actually being successful in what I've taught them.